the prophets. Feeling lost? Don't know where to turn. Need a breakthrough? Well, it's here, my friend. Welcome to the prophets. Your host, Prophet Jason Leopard. Alrighty, <laughs> I was saying stuff, but it wouldn't hear none. Okay, hello guys, this is uh, Prophet with you again tonight. Listen, it is New Year's. Well, it'll be New Year's in the morning, so we'll see y'all next year after we end tonight. <laughs> All right, well, we hope you have a prosperous New Year's and a wonderful New Year's, and we hope God blesses you double. Double. This is the year of double. The year of double. And I believe that God is setting things in position, people to bless you this year. And we believe that. We're going to stand with you with that. Guys that's listening on the podcast, go back and listen to this. Uh, I know some people don't come on our lives on Podbean, but that's okay. You go back and listen. So that's wonderful. The word won't return void, okay? We're also... Praying, uh, we go live now on Facebook on our new cameras, and we're planning on going uh, live on uh, YouTube as well. We are working on all that, so bear with us, guys. We are trying to go forward in Jesus' name, and we're trying to reach the double this year. But anyways, guys, we are... In a state where we're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about being celebrated tonight. Okay, we're going to be talking about being celebrated. Who who likes being celebrated? I do. I love being celebrated. God wants us to be around people that celebrate us, not tolerate us. And I really believe that. I really believe that. So. If you want to give tonight, you can. You can do well as going to, uh, we're on Vimo now at God Saving Ministries. You can just uh, look us up at, at God Saving Ministries on Vimo app. If you got the Vimo app, you can, Venmo, I'm sorry, Venmo. Uh, cash app, uh, money sign, God Saving Ministries. You can give on the cash app as well. You can go to our website at godsavingministries.com forward slash partnership and give there as well. You can also give on PayPal. PayPal.me forward slash Jason Leopard. Uh, you can give on PayPal too. So there's numerous ways to give tonight. If you want to bless this ministry, you believe in what this ministry's doing. We got outreaches coming up in March 26th of 2020, 2020, 2022 to do. Anyways, anyways, let's get into this. Uh, we're in uh, James chat. I mean, I'm sorry, Matthew chapter five, uh, seven. I'm sorry. Matthew chapter 7, and we're talking about this is the year that we need to hang around people that celebrate us. God is removing people that tolerate us, talk behind our backs and everything else. Because frankly, I don't want to be around people that just tolerate me, but frankly, I want to be around people that celebrate me. And they're truly celebrating me, and they're not a snake in the grass. 
I'm going to tell you something. Snakes, snakes in the grass seem to get places they don't need to be. Um, places they don't need to be. So, uh, anyways, let's uh, let let's get into Matthew chapter seven, and it says, and it reads like this in the King James version. It says, "Judge not." that you be not judged. For with the judgment you judge, you shall be judged. I'm going to read that real slow to you guys so you can understand what I'm trying to tell you here. Um, In Matthew chapter 7, Matthew chapter 7, it says, Judge not that you be not judged. I'm going to read that real slow. Judge not, comma. That means comma gives another option, that you be not judged. So here's the problem with the church. We stand in the foot of God as judging people. We do. A lot of us do. And I know the scripture says, Paul said, you know, we'll judge angels and uh, uh, we should judge uh, we should judge the inner. Otherwise, we should set in order the body of Christ, but God judges without. Okay, we're going to get into that. So don't, don't throw your gun so fast. Let, hear me out first, okay? Judge not that you be not judged. For with the same judgment you judge, you shall be judged. Okay? So he's not telling you not to judge. He's just saying, before you judge, make sure that you're living what you're judging. Now, we're going to get into this. Hold on. For with for with what judgment you judge, you shall be judged. And with the measure you meet, it will be measured to you again. So otherwise, you can't judge me when you're doing the same thing. Well, hear me out. Verse 3, And why behold a mote in your brother's eye, but not consider not the beam in your own? So he's telling you, he's not telling you you couldn't judge. He's telling you you need to get yourself right before you judge that person. But notice he said judge not lest you be judged, but you will be measured the way you judge. You take a measuring tape. Watch this. You take a measuring tape, and you you pull out the measuring tape, and it's only going so so far as your hands let it go, or or only so far the tape tape measure lets it go. So that's what he said. Measure. You can only measure something what you live. So you can't judge people not to smoke when you smoke. You can't judge people to stop cussing when you cuss. You can't judge people to not do things when you're not doing things. See, some things you can judge them of if you live it, but other things you can't because you don't. But people take this out of content because they say, they say, judge not. 
But you don't read on where he says, you know, why be seeing a, 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 a mote in your brother's eye when you got a beam in your own. So what is he saying? When you judge people of a matter, you're judging them. Watch this. You're judging them of something you don't even live yourself. So otherwise, if I told you to stop smoking and I'm over here smoking 12 packs of cigarettes a day, then I don't have the ability to judge you because I don't live it myself. He's not telling you not to judge. Because Paul said, this is what Paul said, said uh, we will judge angels in the last days. Watch this. But he also said that we should judge the church, but God judges the ones that's on the outside of the church. We don't have, we don't have no authority to judge them. I'm going to tell you why. Because we used to live that kind of sin, and we had no authority to judge them. God judges them, not us. Now, don't knock me. Don't knock me just yet. Hear me out. Verse 3. And why behold a mote in thy brother's eye, but not consider the beam in your own eye? So you take a mote and you take a beam. God's saying you're considering a a mote in your brother's eye, which is smaller, but yours is bigger. Because if you take a mote and a beam, it's two different sizes. Actually, he's saying what's in your eye is bigger than what you're judging. That's what he's saying. Listen to what he calls you, thou hypocrite. Ain't it kind of funny these people sit out here and they judge people all the time, Not pay, uh, uh, all these money preachers, they're after money, and they don't even pay their tithes themselves? Ain't that kind of ironic? How can you sit and say anything about a minister prospering or ministry misusing money when you're misusing it too? Come on. You don't even pay tithes anywhere, but yet you judge all these churches. All that pastor, all he is about the money. You are too because you don't give nothing. You hoard your money up and you don't give a dime. Thou hypocrite. That's what Jesus would call you. Ain't it kind of funny the ones that persecute the church the most and persecute these pastors the most? Oh, that pastor don't need to prosper. All he cares about is the money. All he cares about is the money. Well, all you care about is the money because the last time I I, I related, when's the last time you gave in the offering plate? Y'all catching my drift now? You're catching my drift. These are the very ones that persecute the church and they judge the church as something they don't even do themselves. At least that at least that man of God is giving his tithes. When's the last time you throw money in the plate? Never. Because you're so busy judging everybody else because they don't get, or, or they're misusing the money. Are you misusing the money God gave you? Yes, you are. Because Malachi said, well, a man robbed God. You have robbed me and your tithes and your offerings. So you're not, you don't have the ability to judge Joel Osteen, okay? Yeah, I said it. And I hope this goes to some ears because it needs to. 
I get sick of people judging these pastors. And, and, and you know, what is the sin of a man of God having lots of money and having a mansion on a hilltop? Because let me tell you all something. Beautiful is the feet that preach the gospel. You don't think our reward's higher than yours and you're sitting on a can of do me nothing? You ain't done nothing for God in years. And you want to sit and judge a man that's sitting behind a pulpit. Yeah, he may stumble. Yeah, he may fall. But at least he's trying to do something for God when you sit on a can of do me nothing. What are you doing for God, thou hypocrite? My God, I feel the anointing on this one. And I hope it goes to some ears too because I know some people that it needs to go to. Ain't it kind of ironic? People always judge the matter of money and they look at a pastor all the time. Well, he don't need that big old church. Well, he don't need that nice car. Well, do you think he needs four airplanes? My my opinion, he needs 12 airplanes. What is in any of your business? Well, I mean, what's the big deal? Why cannot a man of God prosper? What's the big deal? Well, because you're jealous? Because God hadn't poured it on you? And he never will because you're so busy sitting in a pew looking at your brother with a beam in your own eye, thou hypocrite. Boy, we got some hypocrites out here, I'll tell you that. Yeah, Jesus would call you a hypocrite. Well, so why? I call you a hypocrite too, you hypocrite. You're living something you do not do yourself, and you've got a matter to judge. Can we judge? Yes, if we live it. But if you don't live what you're judging, what good is you to judge? That's what I'm saying. And that's what Jesus said, because these words were in red. And you know why were they in red? That's what Jesus said. He said, thou hypocrite. Yeah, I called you a hypocrite. You got a problem with it? I call you another hypocrite, you hypocrite. And the next person I hear talk about my brother in Christ, talk about Joel Osteen mismanaging money. Let me tell you something, thou hypocrite. Go repent and turn to God and get your first works over again and fall in love with your first love, thou hypocrite. See, I can judge you. Because you are being a hypocrite. Sitting there judging your brother when I don't care if he's mismanaging money. You're mismanaging money too because I know you ain't gave nothing in 20 years. Well, God told me to give to the poor. You don't even give to the poor either. Hush your mouth. Shut yourself down. Thou hypocrite. That's what I'm going to start calling these people out here that want to talk about my brothers and sisters in Christ. Oh, they don't need all that money. They money hungry. Yeah, you are too because you ain't gave nothing in the last 20 years to the church. And God said, listen, God said in Malachi chapter 3, he said, you have robbed me in your tithes and your offering. And where does your offering go? It does not go to somebody down the road. It goes into a storehouse. What is a storehouse? A storehouse is building the kingdom of God. My God, let's get this stuff right, thou hypocrite. 
Yeah, I like saying that because that's what you're being. That's what you're being. That's what they're being. I'm sorry. That's I, I'm just preaching the truth here, guys. It makes me mad. I'm going to tell you why it makes me, it's it's a godly anger I have here. And, and you know what? Jesus had the same anger. He said, "Be angry and sin not." Whoa, Jason! It's, now, now, calm down. Now, you, you you're getting angry. Well, the Bible said, "Be angry and sin not." I'm not sinning, but I'm angry. He said, first cast the beam out of your own eye, then you can see clearly to get the, the clearly to cast out the moat out of your brother's eye. Why does he say you have a beam and they have a moat? Do you know a moat is littler than a beam? Because God, Jesus it demonstrated here, it's usually the people that has beams in their eye and trying to get something little out of somebody else's. You got a bigger problem than they do because you're trying to be God when something you're not even living yourself. And most of the time, well, I'm not even going to say most time. I'm going to say 100% of the time. People that judge ministries, oh, they mismanage money. They don't even give a cent nowhere. They don't. Watch their life. They don't give nothing nowhere. They hadn't gave tithes in years. And you know what they say? Why they don't give tithes? Well, there ain't no church right around here. Who got, who died and made you God? Oh, you miss perfect now, huh? Oh, you got it all together. Oh, you become God. You put on his robe and, and you started judging and get on the white, white throne of judgment seat. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got it all together. Let, let me ask you a question. Are you God? I didn't think so. That's what they act like. Oh, you you know, there ain't no church right around here, and you're right. So you're telling me you got it all together. You're telling me you got your ducks in a row. You're telling me you just got all of this stuff together, and everybody's going to hell except you, right? You self-righteous pig hypocrite. That's what you are. Because my Bible tells me in Romans, he said, a man that says he's not sin, he's make who? Him a liar. Who a liar? Who are you making a liar? You're making Jesus a liar because Jesus shed that blood for your sin. And when, when the Bible says you say you have no sin, you make him a liar. And you also make you look like an idiot. You do, you look like an idiot because the Bible said all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. See, it's Jesus' blood that's even gave us access to God. And don't say you hadn't sinned because Jesus demonstrated the woman at the well and demonstrated the adulterous woman that was getting stoned. And God said, listen, first one without no sin, cast the first stone. What was he demonstrating? He was demonstrating the very thing that y'all are doing is what you're doing to God. You're committing adultery in God's sight, and you're trying to get her for it. You hypocrite. <coughs> well, we need some help in the church. We do. 
we need some help in the church. We got some judgmental, self-righteous Pharisees up in the church. And God said, I'm going to get them out this year. I'm going to get them out this year, Jason. They're going to get out of my church and let me in it again and quit putting me on the outside and playing church because you ain't playing nothing. This is what Jesus dealt with too, guys. He dealt with Pharisee spirits. He dealt with Sadducees. Oh, they know the law. Oh, don't tell me you can't heal on the Sabbath. And Jesus looked at them. What do you care about the Sabbath? The man's healed. And this is where Jesus got bold too, buddy. I'm talking about he called them vipers. He called them hypocrites. And that's what you're being. And the next person I hear talk about one of my brothers and sisters in Christ, you're going to get a mouthful. You hear me? You're going to get a mouthful, and you ain't going to like the mouthful you get. Because I'm going to ask you one question. I'm going to ask you, the next time you judge one of my sisters of that matter, I'm going to ask you, do you pay your tithes? Because if you don't, you need to shut up. That's all I got to say. Well, I don't mismanage my money. Yes, you do. Because if you're not a tither, you're a robber, and you mismanage it. There you go. You're trying to judge a matter, something you do not live yourself, thou hypocrite. That's what you are. I said it, and I'll say it again, thou hypocrite. That's what you're being. Give not, no, 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 get, get what he says in verse 6. Give not which thou is holy unto dogs. I don't waste my holy pearls on dogs. Neither cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample over under the feet and turn again and render you. So, this is what he said right here. Let's let's skip to this in verse 15. He said, Beware of false prophets. And that's another thing I want I want I want to just stop right there. Why is everybody a false prophet when they mismanage money? And it's and it's the ones that's judging them, they don't they don't even tithe. They don't they ain't gave to a ministry in years. But yet, everybody's a false prophet when they mismanage money. You know, why don't we get off of this money stuff? You know, why don't we get off of persecuting each other? Jealous because, but but this one has this one. And, and, and you know, I know it's coming to me because they, they talk about me. Oh, Brother Jason, how'd you get all them cameras in your house? Oh, Brother Jason, how'd you get that roadcaster in your house? Oh, Brother Jason, how'd you get that uh, uh, $2,000 Mac computer? Oh, Brother Jason, how'd you get that table in there you spent 400 something dollars for? I can go on and on Let me tell you how I got it. Let me tell you how I got it. I gave to the gospel. I gave, I gave, and I give 10%. My wife gives 10%. That's how we got it. That's sure how we got it. And you know what? People give money to this ministry. Sometimes God lays on their heart, and God turns around and bless them for doing it. Why? Because we're trying to build a kingdom. This stuff is helping us spread the gospel. This stuff is helping us spread the gospel all over the globe, all over the Internet. Internet goes worldwide. That's why it's called the WWW World Wide Web. We want to go global. And we're not sharing our story. We're sharing his. So what's wrong with that? And guess what? If God wants to bless me with a $300,000 home, guess what? It's none of your business. Yeah. 
I'm not scared of media. I'm not scared of you persecuting me over money because I'll tell you in a minute, I don't care. God's going to prosper me right in front of you. I say God's going to prosper me right in front of you if you've got a problem with it. I hope he does and rub it all in your face, you hypocrite. This word ain't going to turn back for it. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) This word ain't going to return back void. Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep clothing, but inwardly they are raving wolves. Now, I'm going to stop right there. Which come to you in sheep clothing. You know how these people are going to come to you? Oh, Brother Jason, you my apostle. You my prophet. Oh, Brother Jason, you just sound so good. Oh, Brother Jason, I love, you know I love you. Shut up. Really, you, you, you're getting on my nerves now. You're stepping on some veins. The Bible said be aware when man speak well of you. Oh, Brother Jason, oh, you're just so anointed. Would you shut up? You're getting on my nerves again. Oh, but Brother Jason, I love how you preach. You're just so good. Oh, glory to God. You know, these are the people that are wrapped in sheep clothing, But inwardly, they're raving wolves ready to tear you limb from limb when you make one mistake. Oh, yeah. These are the people that sit at your table and communicate with you and call you good when inside of them they're ready to rip you limb from limb. They're ready to make you fall. They're ready to they're ready to get to you. They're ready to put stumbling blocks before you. Oh yeah, just wait. And you know how you can wait? They'll tell you to your face, I'm proud of you. Oh, glory to God, I'm just proud of you. But behind your back, they talk about you like a dog. I've had people like that in my life. Believe me. Some of them family too. Yeah, I said it. I'll say it again. I don't give a rip because I'm here for God and I got to do what God tells me to do. And if you don't like me, honey, get in line. I don't really give a darn. I feel the boldness of God tonight. I don't really give a darn, thou hypocrite. which come to you in sheep clothing, but inwardly they're raving wolves. Verse 16, you shall know them by what? Their fruits? Come on. Let me ask y'all something. How do you make a fruit? Watch this. Have you ever heard an apple talk to you? I mean, get up in the morning and set the apple on the table and listen to that apple. He won't never say a word. Uh, Oh, yeah. By the way, try a banana the same way. Uh, stand the banana up and try to hear it talk to you. Have you ever heard fruit talk to you? 
So you need to quit listening to these beautiful words of these people and start watching their fruit. Well, what, Jason, what do you mean by fruit? Well, watch the way they act. The very same people that say they love you do not show they love you, but they tell you they love you, but they can't show it. <laughs> God taught me that. And you know what? I, I, I look at them like, yeah, you're a real fruit loop, you know? I mean, you're sitting here telling me you love me. You're sitting here telling me, oh, I'm for you, brother. I'm for you. And they even give tithes to your ministry, too, just to make you think they're for you. But inside, they're raving wolves, and they can't wait till you fall because, you know what? In the inside, they want you to fall. They do. They, they show no kind of love to you. They don't show no kind of support to you, but yet you show all the support to them. You know what? I, I'm tired of Fruit Loops. Listen, I, 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 I shop at Walmart, but I don't like Fruit Loops. I, I don't. They, they taste too stale to me. I don't like Fruit Loops. And that's what they are. They're Fruit Loops in your life. I'm telling you, this is a season where you need to choose your friends wisely. You need to choose this stuff wisely, guys, wisely. Therefore, all things whatsoever that man should do to you, do you even to them. For this is, okay, watch this. I'm going to slow down right here. Y'all ready? Watch this. Verse 12, therefore, all things whatsoever uh, ye would men to do to you, you do also to them. For this is the law of the prophets. So otherwise, if you don't want it done to you, quit doing it to me. Because you know what I'm going to do to you? I'm going to give you a taste of your own medicine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You ignore me. I'm going to ignore you. You slam the door on me, I'm going to slam the door on you. I'm going to give you a touch. Well, Jason, that's not being Christian lock. That's not being Christ lock. God, he turned to cheat and turned the other. Well, glory to God. No, my Bible says in Galatians that be not deceived, God is not mocked. Whatever a man soweth, he will reap. So therefore, if you slam the door on me, you're fixing to get slammed the door on you. I'm going to tell you something. God judged ruefully in the Old Testament, guys. You, you know what he did to the children of Israel? They was complaining about quail. They, they said, Lord, you ain't, you ain't gave us enough. Lord, we're hungry. We should have been in, we should have been back there in Egypt, Lord. You didn't give us enough. You know what God did in his humorous ways? He said, all right, y'all want to complain. I'm going to give you so much quail, you're going to die on it. Listen, I'm going to tell you, you will reap what you sow. So be careful. What you do unto others is coming back to you. You want to know why you're in a rut? You don't want to know why you ain't got no friends? Because my Bible says in Proverbs, you got to show yourself friendly. Listen, I'm telling you, you ain't going to have no friends if you don't show yourself friendly. That's why you ain't got no friends, because you're not a friendly person. You're reaping what you sow. You're a butthole to everybody. Guess what? They're going to be a butthole to you. Praise the Lord. I get my own self claps because I don't need your clap. I don't need a crowd. I need a clap. Therefore, all things whatsoever you would man to do unto you, do you to them. This is the law of the prophets. Enter the straight gate. 
For the wide is the gate and broad is the way that lead to destruction. And many there be which go and threaten, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth to life. Everybody's doing it. You don't understand, Jason? Everybody's doing it. You shall know them by the fruits they bear. Do man gather groups and thorns and figs and thistles? Verse 17. Even so, every good good tree beareth forth good fruit, but a corrupt, corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bear forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that beareth not good fruit is hinned down and cast into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you shall what? You shall what? Know them. What is he meaning by the fruits, guys? Is he meaning a, a tangerine or orange? No, 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 no. Fruits represent conduction. Fruits represent fruits represent actions. A person's character. Watch their character, guys. If they're talking about such and such, guess who next in line? And ain't it kind of funny? They they sit around you and talk nice, and uh, and you know they they say words like this. And they always beware of these people too, because they always compliment you on everything. You know, they every time they hang up the phone, they say, "Well, you know, I love you, brother. You know that." Like, no, I don't. I don't know that because you ain't showing nothing. <laughs> and then they say, "Oh, I, I'm for your ministry, Jason. I'm for you, man. No, you ain't, because I don't see nothing." You're you're telling me this, but you're not showing me anything. Ain't it kind of funny? These people are stupid. These same people use the gifts of God. Let me tell you something, little prophets, a little 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 man of God that thinks that your gift makes you right with God. Your gift will never make you right with God. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I don't care if you've got a gift of healing. I don't care if you've got a gift of prophecy. I don't care if you got a gift to read somebody's number, phone book, or whatever. I'm going to tell you something, you little immature prophets. I'm going to tell you something. I'm speaking to you because, you know what? God's got me over you for some reason. Why? Because because I'm developing a relationship. That's why. I'm not not on here just to, you know, impress you with my gifts. Because let me tell you something. When your gifts is not operating in love, you're just a team of sin anyways. That's what Corinthians says, is it not? And let me tell you, let me let me express some words to you too. You can use that gift all you want. It ain't gonna, it ain't gonna it'll make room for you. Your gift will make room for you. That's what the Bible says. Your gift will make room for you, but your gift won't get you in the presence of God. My God, my God. Your gift will not get you into the presence of God. You know what gets you into the presence of God, my friend? It's called a relationship because Jesus went to them. He said, Lord, we've prophesied in your name. We speak demons in your name. Lord, we've told this in your name. He said, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. See, I ain't worried about my gift, how good it's operated. I'm not worried about telling people's prophesy and their banking account numbers. I'm not 
worrying about talking to people that I don't even know and I can prophesy of. Oh, you're impressed by that, ain't you? I'm not. I'm impressed by how much you go to God and say, God, I want to build a relationship with you. I could care about less about the gifts. Some people worship the gifts more than they do the giver. You have fallen in love with the gift and done away with the giver. I don't give a rip what God gives me. If God gives me a, a, a gift to lay hands on the sick or raise the dead, that's wonderful. But God, let nothing come between me and you. Don't you think that's what happened to Satan, guys? Wake up. Satan had a gift to sing. I said Satan had a gift to sing. And you know what he did? God also gave him a gift of wisdom and knowledge. And what did he do with it? He come against and walked away from the very one that gave him all of that. And don't you be like that. Guys, the, the gifts of the Holy Ghost, the prophecy, the word of knowledge, that's wonderful. But that does not make you right with God because you've got a gift of the Holy Ghost. It does not make you right with God. What makes you right with God is pursuing a relationship with him. You 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 got to have a relationship with God to get favor with God. You got to have a relationship with God to get into the kingdom of God. You got to believe that he is. Some of you believe in the gifts, but you don't even believe in God. You have more faith in the gifts of the Holy Ghost than you do God. I'm talking to some immature prophets that's fallen in love with the gifts and forgot God. Let me tell y'all something. The highest, the highest position in God is at the right hand of the Father. It ain't his gift. Jesus didn't worship his gifts. Jesus worshiped the Father. I don't know how to express this, guys. I really don't. Anyways, anyways, let's carry on. Let's carry on. I'm going to stop when the Holy Ghost stops. Not everyone, verse 21, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord. Notice he said, say. Remember I told you a while ago, they got pretty speeches, but they can't prove nothing with their actions. Watch. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. So you're not going to heaven just because you impress God with your gifts. You can prophesy with people. You, you can speak wisdom. Oh, I'm right with God because I can prophesy bullcrap. It don't make you right with God. But he that doeth, watch this, watch this. 
But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven, many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Come on, come on. Can prophecy, just because you prophesy over people, you think God's going to receive you? Nobody, no. You better repent, you hypocrite. It's you, You're so impressive of your gift. Oh, God. Please, get out of here, man. Lord, Lord, we have not prophesied in thy name. And in thy name, we will not cast out. They even casted out devils. Ain't that something? And in thy name, we've done many wonderful works. And then he will profess unto them, I never knew you. You know, that's one thing I don't want Jesus to do to me. Jason, I never knew you. So what is it important for me to prophesy over you and tell you you're going to get $50,000 in a bank account or you're going to have two babies? Uh, uh, and I've prophesied over here. My wife's sitting in there. She'll tell you. I've prophesied over people. I've seen people cancer. I've seen people healed out of wheelchairs. I've seen a lot in my lifetime. But is that more important than me pursuing a relationship? No. No. I'm telling y'all, if you don't start pursuing a relationship with him right now at this minute, you're going to go to hell and you're not going to heaven because God is not going to let you in his throne when you don't have a relationship with him. I don't care what you're doing. Well, I prophesied, Brother Jason, you don't understand. God showed me stuff in the midnight hour and it comes to pass. I don't give a rip. Do you know him, and does he know you? Listen to what he says. And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me. You work, you that work, iniquity. You know what he's saying? I see how you treated your brother. You prophesied. You were all up in ministry and you call yourself a man of God, but I see how you treat your brother. You lie to him. You tell him white lies just to make him believe that you're for him when you're not. I've had people in my ministry like this, guys. I'm telling you, I'm preaching something. I'm living. Let me tell you what y'all going to be judged about. Y'all ready for this? You're going to be judged and you're going to be casted into hell because the way you've done your brother. I don't care if you're a mega church. I don't care if you're a pastor of 4 million people. I don't care how big you are. I don't care what you got. You got your proud look and you got your stuff in your mega church. You got your this and that. I'm not judging you because you have a mega church. I'm judging you because you got to watch how you treat your brother. I'm telling you. You got to watch how you treat your brother because that's what you're going to go to hell for. What is the two commandments, guys? Can anybody tell me two commandments? Jesus gave them very simple. Love the Lord 
the God with all your heart, your mind, and your body. And he said, one after that, love your neighbor as your what? Self. So if you don't like it done to you, quit doing it to them. I don't think y'all get that part. Listen, if you don't like them to do you, then quit doing it to them. Do you like people to cheat on you? Quit cheating on them. Do you like people to lie to you? Quit lying to them. Come on, guys, it's very simple. Do you like people to scream at you? Then quit screaming at them. Very simple. You like people to set you up? Quit setting them up. You know, it's kind of ironic. God here lately has told me the golden rule, which love your neighbor as yourself. So, okay, if I love my neighbor as myself, I evaluate what I want to be treated like, and I'm not going to do others like that because I wouldn't like it done to me. Very simple. That's what you're going to go to hell for, how you treat your brother. So, you know, I don't care how big you make a church or I don't care if you got a church of 10,000 people. I don't care. If you don't want it done to you, quit doing it to others, okay? That's why I used to tell my kids all the time, look, do you like that done to you? No. Quit doing it to them then. All righty, all righty, let's move on here. Let's move on here. We're just about finished, guys. Just about finished. You guys want to sow tonight? You can. Cash out. Uh, you can give at God's Seven Ministries. You can also give tonight at uh, Venmo, V-E-N-M-O, uh, at uh, God's Seven Ministries. You can find us on there. You can give on the Venmo, Venmo app tonight, too, and help us with this ministry and help us reach more people for God. Everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened to a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat that house and it fell down and great was the fall of it. So this way saying, everyone that hears me my sayings and doeth them not it fell not, for it is founded upon a rock. For it was founded upon a rock. And remember, Jesus said, I will build my church upon a rock, and the gates of hell will not fail. But if you ain't building on the rock, these words that Jesus is speaking, it's no good. No good. That's why he said, foolish man which built his house upon the sand. You know, when you build your house upon the sand, think about it. You're not building on a firm foundation, but if you build your house on a rock, you ain't going nowhere. But sand does. Go to the beach. You, you see how much sand moves. It moves all the time. It's because you're not building your house by the words Jesus spoke. You're not a tither. You're not treating people like you want to be treated. See, this is a word tonight. And if you you heed to it, God said, I'm going to build your house. And when, when trouble comes, you know, it's not going to bother you. 
it's not going to bother you because you're building off the rock. The rock. All right, guys. That's all I have for tonight. I'm out of here. Listen, I gave you a chance to give. So, you know, you can give. I always give you a chance to give. Not going to beg you. I'm not a beggar. You know, I'm, I, I'm an inviter. I'm not a beggar. I invite you for the blessings, but if you don't want blessings, I'll, I'll take them. I'll take them. That's fine. That's why I tell people all the time, you give, that's fine. You give, you get blessed. You don't give, you don't get blessed. I'm sorry. You read what you sow. All right, guys. Love you. Happy New Year's, guys. Happy New Year's. And this is the year of the double. That's why it's the year of 2020, 2020, Says, says, you know, it's a year of double. I can't even say that. Year of 2022. 2022. 2022. All right. Love you guys. God bless you. Happy New Year. Hope all is well. The year of the double. The year of the double. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. If you want to give tonight, you can. It's on here, Cash App, Vimo App, GodSaverMinistries.com. Uh, you can go to our website. You can also visit uh, the TheKingdomRadio.com, www.TheKingdomRadio.com or GodSaverMinistries.com, or you can give on the Cash App at Money, Ministries, Money Sign, Ministries, or the Venmo app. You can give on there, too, at God Saving Ministries. God bless y'all. Have a wonderful evening. If you want to hear this replay, guys, you can go to www.thekingdomradio.com, and all this will be replayed on there, the message and everything. All right, guys, thank you very much. Thank you very much. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And have a happy new year.